Now, reporter for Nalem Shlongo spent the night outside Zuma's homestead in Nkandla from, and she joins us now on the line. A very good morning, Fanela. It must have been a very long night last night, but tell us what transpired after the midnight deadline for the former president Jacob Zuma to hand himself over or to be arrested. Um, just 30 minutes, almost 30 minutes before midnight, which was the deadline, uh, we saw a former president's convoy leaving his homestead in Kanja. Um, I would say to people who were the outside, especially the people who were there to support him, it was a sad day because although they had been in high spirits, singing and chanting some slogans, after that, it just became quiet, and they started becoming, I would say, angry, because after, with the songs that they had been singing, they were angry at the police minister who was supposed to come, who was supposed to, to, to from the president is arrested. Immediately after the former president left with his convoy, then they started now saying, now media people just leave, your work is now over. <laughs> so what happened then? Where did the president go? Did, they, did he go directly to jail or uh, what happened? Um, we guess he went directly to jail because um, with our colleagues who were who were who had been stationed around at different correctional facilities to trace him. Because initially there were reports that he was going to go straight to Deben Westville. However, we got information that he went to the escort correctional facility, which is new, and it 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 also it was a state of as a facility since uh, it also has a, ho- an, a a hospital and it also has about oh, just over 500 inmates which was uh, a, a much conducive environment for a president and we also hear that the people who are kept them they are some of them are elderly and not a flight risk unlike the other facilities like Westville which has many people and it's some of them are, are juvenile so there's a belief that in the escort uh, facility, that's where the former statesmen might have a better, um, a better treatment. Now, you say that the people outside the gates of uh, the president's uh, estate was uh, a bit sad. But was there any reaction from his family members? Because up until yesterday, his son Edward uh, was saying that the former president will not be arrested. Edward, uh, before the, the, the former president left, he had been giving us those uh, interviews with short answers. Even when we were asking him how was it his father, he was saying he was in high spirits. When we were asking where is your father, he would say he is in South Africa. But immediately after the convoy left, he didn't want to have an interview with all other media houses, I would say. He only allowed us as the SAPC to come and have an interview with him. And even even before that, he would only allow the SAPC guys to have an interview with him, and then the other guys would get an opportunity to just come and join and have the interview with him. But then the short interview that he gave us after the convoy left, 
He just told us that his father is okay. His father is at home. He, in fact, he, he gave us the wrong uh, the wrong information because he said that no, the convoy that was leaving it was just the ministers that were here to have an interview uh, with. Um, to have to have a meeting with our father, so he tried by all means to just try and play this down. But together we had all the the sources and information and like the confirmation to say that indeed it's the former president that was living. We saw his vehicles. So yeah, it was uh-huh. confirmed that the old man has left. Joining us now on the line is author and political analyst Sanusha Naidu. A very good morning to you, Ms. Naidu, and welcome. Good morning, Albus, and thank you for the invitation. Are you surprised, shocked, or perhaps relieved by the former <laughs> president, Jacob Zuma, <laughs> was not arrested, but he handed himself over? I have to say I'm a bit disappointed. You know, they, they promised all this all this kind of um, um, things that are going to happen. They're, they're not going to let him get uh, arrested. Um, Edward Zuma said over his dead body, and in the end it was seamless. Now, I think, um, you know, apart from being facetious, I think the, the, the issue at hand was that um, at the 11th hour, so to speak, um, and quite literally, the president, uh, the former president had decided that, you know, he's going to basically present himself and, and basically go and serve the, the, the arrest. And I think at the end of the day, you know, when you think about it, it actually should never have come to that because when we, what we saw over the weekend what we saw um, in terms of the application to the Peter Mansberg High Court, um, and even the letter that was then sent to the Constitutional Court late, late yesterday afternoon or in the evening, you know, you, you have to ask the question, why? Why did it have to come to that? Why did we have to have all this fanfare, all this kind of um, political theater? And then eventually, Mr. Mr. Jacob Zuma, through his uh, security details, is taken to the escort correctional service uh, facility. And a lot of our listeners are suggesting that uh, he was misled by the legal team uh, to <laughs> to take that posture. But did he perhaps show leadership in handing himself over? I mean, yes, he. I mean, if you if you think that leadership, then leadership should have happened perhaps um, before this. I mean, he he is the he he served as a, as a state president. He held the office. I mean, leadership should never have happened last night. It should have mm. happened um, over the weekend at Nkansla. There were so many times where the leadership could have been uh, could have been exemplary. It could have been much more than what we saw last night. And the question of keeping us guessing, am I going to do it? Will he do it? Is he going to go and do it? Even the press briefing on Sunday evening su- suggesting that I will not be arrested. All of that tells me that at the end of the day, if this is what was you ultimately going to be doing, then why did you have to do all that in the, in, in the previous context? And I think the challenge here is this idea that I am a political leader. I am a, 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 an individual that, you know, is untouchable. That just becomes completely um, part of the whole political theater that we saw unveil itself over the couple, over the last couple of days, mm-hmm. how um, si- how significant is this moment in South Africa's modern political history? You think? I think it 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 is very very important. It's very um, significant in the sense that what we saw last night was essentially the kind of of of, of you know 
it's difficult to, 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 to try and contextualize it, that we were taken to that point, and then eventually sanity prevailed. That, for me, was very important. That at the end of the day, I mean, you know, um, I think I saw one tweet yesterday saying everything happens at, at two minutes to midnight in South Africa. Um, and I think, for me, that's important in, in the context. But let's also remember, Elvis, is that we just saw one aspect of this happening. We're still going to have the uh, Peter Marisburg uh, decision to be made by the High Court. We still have the application to the Constitutional Court to be heard and all of that. So we, don't, we, we should basically now just be very, very clear that this was just one moment, but it was a very significant moment. Um, I think people were just completely um, thinking about this and saying, you know, is it going to happen? But I also wonder how many South Africans actually watched or stayed up to, 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 to see what will be the final outcome in this whole process. Not that we have reached the final outcome, but just in the context of what happened um, at, you know, in the late hours of, of Wednesday. Uh-huh. On another matter, though, did you uh, saw the suspension of the MKMVA spokesperson, Carl Niels? Did you see it coming? Well, I think he has been flirting with it for a long time. I think that um, the defiance by himself and those that essentially just feel that they can be defiant, they have just been flirting with it for a long time. I am, I, I, you know, there is a sense that other lectures are being issued. Um, I think what happened yesterday as well, him defying um, the whole suspension, and it's a temporary suspension as well. It's not a full suspension. So I think at this point in time, what he did yesterday after the evening by uh, uh, appearing at, at Nkajla, showing his support, etc. That, that was the other thing I found very interesting. He had come there, there's a whole kind of political theater, and then come the point where Mr. Zuma and his security detail are actually whizzed out of um, uh, Nkajla, the, uh, the convoy start is on high speed, etc. There's no Mr. Carl Nieres. We talked about the suspension of Karl Niaus, but there's also the suspension of Ace Mahashule. Will all these moves lead to a renewal, perhaps, of the ANC, or will it only deepen and widen the battles in the governing party, you think? You know, I think, Elvis, the challenge here right now is what does the party do to, to rebirth itself, to re- renew itself in many ways? Um, and whether or not these individuals who have been uh, part of this whole kind of challenge in the party whether they go anywhere quietly or whether they continue to play this kind of political game that they've been playing for such a long time. I think the threat perception that they are going to destabilize the country has just been what it is. It has been a perception that they've created. And more importantly, I think, you know, whether the ANC is able to come back on this and how is going to be very important as well. So let's see how it goes on, whether they are able to go outside of the, of, the, of the architecture of the ANC, the structure, and say we are still an important uh, a, a component is going to be very important. Right now, I think what has happened is that all of the, the hot air that was blown over the weekend tell, seems to suggest to me that that's, what, that that's what it was only. Hot air, because when it came to that ultimate moment, we never saw anything happen. Mm-hmm. But again, then again, we've got to also realize that we don't know whether they can remobilize themselves in terms of where the ANC is going. But right now, I think the ANC has reached the point of no return because they can't turn back the clock and say, we still have to be like we are of the old. Yes.